What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced. It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up. The Kings Coast Coffee.com. Welcome to episode 133 of Star Wars and Scotch. It's me, Kevin, joined by my buddy Tim, as always. Hello. And we are back in that lull period between Star Wars shows where there's not much yeah. going on, but we do have some news. So we'll chat oh, okay, about that. No, we got some. We have a very heartfelt story that is in development and we have an update on something we've been talking about as well so we'll dive into that and see what's going on but how has your week been tim it was good we uh we went to disney world last week and we went to, and you uh, rode smugglers run for the first I did. time right? i finally got to do smugglers run it was so cool what seat did you get i got engineering Ooh. yeah i mean i was i did single rider so like i got thrown in with a party of five the right pilot seat is the best seat i got left engineering so my no it was a party of four and the cockpit can hold six and i yep. was engineering by myself so i got i got to do um hyperdrive systems and tow cable which i mean it was cool it was neat um but it sucks when you don't have like when you have a pilot that doesn't really know what they're doing and you're just like uh, 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 uh. it was very I violent sh- should have flown with me and audrey we just fought the Kevin, whole time I, you weren't there you weren't there. I did single rider. Amy, Amy, Amy was like, "You gotta go. You should just just go do it." And it was so easy. It was a nice, smooth, just right on there. So that was fun. We did that. Um, Kyler got to see Kylo Ren and his stormtroopers. He he only wanted to stay very. He oh, he just wanted to see him from a distance. He didn't want to get close. Um, we had fun doing that. What else did we do? Oh, I did Tron. Tron was cool. That's a really neat uh, roller coaster. So mad I didn't get to do Tron. It's really good. Yeah, Amy. Amy was just like doing the virtual queue, so she was like just like just queue sniping. She was just sitting there refreshing. She got it. 
So Boom. I really like the virtual queue system that they have. It's really nice. Virtual queue is great. Genie Plus is not. No, Genie Plus sucks. We didn't do. Yeah. We, and what was what was neat is that we got the um, the weekday passes. So we mm -hmm. can't do weekends. We can't do blackouts, but we can do during the weekdays. Um, it was fairly dead. Like it was, it was actually really nice. Like the, the lines were fairly short. No one was really like, didn't feel crowded. It was, it was a good time. So yeah, Disney world was fun. Um, still working on cataclysm. Cata cat yeah. Cataclysm. Um, yeah. Catacly catalyst is the other book. Um, cataclysm, cataclysm is good. I like it. Um, it's kind of like my cardio book right now. So I'm getting in like short, you. short bursts. I was watching you sweat in Warzone yesterday. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That was entertaining. That. I'm not gonna lie. It was really the three good. They were really good games. Yeah, I haven't played Warzone in a while, and so Rex and Lupo wanted to do ranks. So that was fun. Good time. I was sweaty AF. Yeah. How are How are you? How are things over at Rare Drop? You know, business as usual over here. Just hanging out. Out of the office tomorrow for meetings, and uh, hanging out. Going to the the Trop tomorrow Ooh, for a meeting. Always fun. love going there. There, I like their board. There, I don't know if it's boardroom, but it's meeting room because it overlooks. They have a few, I think, that overlook the field. So it's like you sit in this room and it has this huge glass thing and it mm. overlooks the field. But and they said uh, Ray started their esports tournament this past weekend. First round of qualifiers. Next round is this weekend. So it's been, uh, it's been, you know, just getting ready for GCX. I got to update all my whiteboards and all that stuff today. So yeah, you know, right around you the know, corner, man. August fourth and fifth. Speaking of GCX, yeah, we are, uh, let's see, how many days? How many days till August 4th? As of today, there are 65 days oh. until GCX. We still have some announcements to make, too. Um, <clears throat> I know people get on us, like, why aren't you announcing this sooner? Legally, yeah. we have to wait till paperwork is signed. And lawyers love to take a long time to review paperwork. So... <clears throat> That is why you you will probably get some of these announcements coming out and be like, oh, my, why'd you do that to me? Now you want to go? Well, you should just wanted to go in the first place. GCXevent.com <laughs> slash tickets. Was, we announced, uh, oh, my God, we went on an announcement spree last week. We announced uh, Gibbons is coming. Yeah, speaking of Mr. Gibbon, I was hanging out in a stream this morning, and um, he's like, oh, Tim, we got to plan our Florida trip. And I was like, okay, all right. And then he was like, Universal Studios. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's after party. I'm like, all right. He's like, so... Do we get to like ride the rides or just hang out in the bar? I was like, no, they shut down the entire the entire park's gonna get shut down for the after party. It's just gonna be GCX. He freaked out. He's like, what? I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, and you get a day pass included with your ticket. He's like, oh, I get to go to a party and then I get to go to Universal again. He was freaking out. He was he was just flabbergasted. So he's super excited for the after party too. Love it. And then yep. we announced. Stone is coming this year. Yeah, Stone Mountain. Uh, old CEO's coming. Yeah, yeah. The commanding officer, and then um, who else did we announce? No one knew. Like everyone Rex else is, is coming. I mean, like officially. Yeah, yeah, everyone else we announced is folks that have already been there. So Rex, uh, Pool, uh, me. You're on the list. Ironically, we said the other day in the office, we were like, "Did we announce Tim?" And we're like, "No, we didn't announce Tim. We should probably put something out there for <laughs> yeah, Tim." Everybody so knows that I'm coming. I know, but it, we'll make it official. We'll we'll do that, and then we're gonna start announcing some of the uh, the panels and whatnot, um, and uh, go from there. But yeah, that's where we uh, that's where we're at. GCXevent.com/slash/tickets. At the end of the day, it's just an awesome hangout and a good time to get together with friends, clanmates, all that stuff. So, GCXevent 
Tim.com slash tickets. Also hotel. Golf. Yeah, Tim Tim is apparently not doing golf and, and all the other things that we talked about in his chat yesterday. I got I got slapped on the wrist for that one, Chad. I tried. Um, but <laughs> I tried. Well, you left me in charge and I was trying to amp them up. So I just started putting all the things that you said you wouldn't do and said I could get you to do them. <laughs> they seemed very into it. Of course they were. I love the people that don't know the history there and they're like, Kevin's the new the real cult leader. And I'm like, well, apparently you don't know about the shadow council of Tim's cult. Because <laughs> that's an old, old conspiracy theory. Mm. Um, but yeah, gcxevent.com slash tickets. It'll be a great time. Good time with friends. Um, and this morning, yeah, drinking some, uh, oh, some delicious still. King's Coast coffee. Yes. The barrel aged, uh, they were shipping it yesterday in that's a That's nice. In a panic. I didn't get to have any. We... <laughs> Neither did I. Don't worry. Uh, but we had a meeting, and Wayne came in, and he was like sweating in the meeting, and he's like, "We are like five hundred dollars." Yeah, he looks very like just like he's just like I've got to do this shit. Oh, and I like, why would you book a meeting? And I was like, you said yes to the meeting. That's a check mark next to your name. You could have said no or told me to change it. So he's probably a lot like me, where he just like looks at it. He's like, all right, and just doesn't think about it. It just goes on. My, it just automatically goes to my calendar, so I just don't even think about it. I just look at the day. I'm like, is there anything for today? Oh, there's meetings. Okay, sick. So then well, you back. get to a day where it's it's packed full of stuff, and you panic because you forgot about that meeting. So that's probably what happened to Wayne. Probably. Either way, your barrel age is going out the door. So if you ordered it, uh, you should be getting it soon. And then uh, it's almost summertime. So uh... summer loving happens so fast. New roast, probably. Well, Kings yeah, Coast Coffee. We have a seasonal roast, Kevin. Of course. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, cool. So, you want the, like the heartwarming, sweet news, or you want to dive into the thing that everybody wants us to talk about right away? Hmm. Heads or tails? Pick one. Heads or tails? Uh, tails. Okay, we're doing the, the one that everyone wants to talk about first. All right. So Tim and I have been talking a lot about Knights of the Old Republic and how we think it's dead. And, and apparently the internet joined us in our voice we were and said, wrong. well, you know, could it be said that we were the first ones to start calling them out and saying, like, what's going on with this? Maybe. Probably not. But Probably I'm going to pretend we were. Sure. Um, but this comes from xfire.com and a host of other websites. Embracer Group is still actively working on the KOTOR remake. What a big freaking surprise this was. Yep. The remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remains in active development over at Embracer Group as of May 24th. So what are they doing? I'll read the article. Embracer Group just left a small glimmer of hope for all the Star Wars fans holding out hope for the PS5 exclusive remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is, that is still in development. Last week, the CEO of Embracer Group was asked about the status of the Coda project, but he chose to remain silent. First red flag. This was in the midst of rumors that Embracer Group had already given up on the game, uh, uh, given up on getting the game out uh, due to still unnamed issues. The deafening silence, along with the lack of news regarding the game, led many to believe that the ambitious remake is no longer happening. Fortunately, we just spotted evidence that Embracer Group is still working on the game. As per page 11 of its Q4 and full year report, Embracer Group confirmed that Coder Remake is still in development for the PS5 and PC as of May 24th, 2023. 
Coda Remake, which has been in development for at least three years, has had a rocky journey so far. After part uh, being part of the rumor mill for at least a year, the game was part of September 2021's... Wow, that was two years ago. It feels like it was PlayStation like Showcase. Year. It does, raising the hopes of longtime Star Wars fans. Unfortunately, the lack of any substantial updates is a worrying sign for a game based on a property that's seen plenty of projects that had been forced, pushed all the way down to the pits of mm -hmm. development hell. This year should be the perfect time to reveal more news about the Coda remake as the iconic title celebrates its 20th anniversary in July. Are we going to hear more about the Coda remake this year? We certainly hope so. But on the off chance we don't, Star Wars fans don't have to worry about when they'll be able to venture into a galaxy far, far away next. Aside from Jedi Survivor, which recently topped sales charts, Ubisoft might officially unveil its open world Star Wars project at the Ubisoft Forward Showcase on June 12th. Mm -hmm. Finally, Skydance, New Media, and Respawn Entertainment are working on their own Star Wars title as well. So Respawn's working on a second one? I didn't know that. I didn't know they were working with Skydance. <coughs> uh, it sounds like they're each working on a project. Oh. well, On their own Respawn Star Wars titles. Well, Respawn's working on Survivor 3. Yeah, I guess or, or that would Je be Jedi that. Three, whatever that's going to be, because they had Fallen Order, Survivor, and it's a confirmed a trilogy. So I'd assume they're already working on that one already. Um, I don't know if there's another Star Wars game in the pipeline. Not that they've confirmed anything. There's a lot of rumors saying that Ubisoft is going to be showcasing this No Man's Sky Star Wars game at the Ubisoft presser. If Star Wars Hunters has a and they date. and they assume they're assuming that. Um, we'll get a 2024 release. It's not going to come out this year. That uh, would be wild, though, if they're like, and this fall, boom, Star Wars. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a spring 2024 release. So Star Wars Hunters, you know how we love when we talk about games to check in on what's going on with them. Yeah, they just had a pop-up on, the, on their website that says Boss Alien is now part of Take-Two Interactive. Oh, no. Boss Alien is the developer. Yeah. So take two interactive, and they said their privacy policy and everything's changing at the end of June. That's actually a good sign for it to come out, no? I. But does take two want to pay for the rights to that? It was on the Hunter's website. Oh, okay. It wasn't a, it, like it was a pop up when you go to uh, StarWarsHunters.com. I don't know. Uh, what is what is take what is what is take two pushed out lately as a publisher? I mean, they're they own God. They own a bunch uh, of take studios. Take Two Interactive, leading gaming publisher. Let's see. Uh, we've got they own Rockstar, they own Two K, they own Zynga, and they own Private Division. <clears throat> Rockstar, Rockstar having that would be interesting. Everyone always said like a Rockstar Star Wars game would do really, really well. I just don't think Disney would ever allow that. No. If Rockstar did it, I mean, like, it could still, I mean, it could be a darker, like, tone. I mean, it doesn't have to be Grand Rockstar is known for, like, a certain vibe. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, if, could you imagine a Grand Theft Auto-style Star Wars game, but without all the hookers and blow? So just, like, Cor Coruscant, 1313. Yeah. Tatooine, the open world adventure. I don't, I'm done with, can we not go back to Tatooine? There's so many other places <laughs> to go. Like, can we please just stay away from Tatooine for a while? Even though Star Wars Hunters has an arena Endor, in Tatooine. the Ewok adventure. Oh, speaking of Ewoks, uh, we went to Olga's Cantina. 
Oh, I'm so jealous. And it was so cool. And they have a drink called the Yub Nub, and it has a collector mm-hmm. tiki tiki glass. And so it's a little like forest mood of indoor tiki glass with little Ewoks and stuff on it. Green. It's really cute. Speaking of theme park tiki glasses, because you know I love tiki glasses, the Jurassic mm-hmm. Park 30th anniversary ones are oh. fire. So I might have to go get one at Universal. You we'll know what? See. When it comes to merchandise, though, Star Wars is kind of sucking. Or um, Disney's kind of sucking when it comes to Star Wars merch. It's not great, but it's not bad either. Uh, when I was at... has not grabbed my attention lately. I do like the Ahsoka ears that you see all over now. Those yeah, are they're new. cute. Yeah, those are adorable. I wouldn't wear them, but they're cute for other people. Some guy was walking around with a little young Jedi stuffy. Um, the, the, the blue guy. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it anywhere. I have no idea where he got his from. Hmm. But couldn't find it. Did you go to Springs? No. Yes, Might we have been did. Star no, we did. It wasn't, it wasn't in there. No? Yeah. I, sure. Because that store always has different merch than the other. The, well, yeah. there's two at Springs. There's yeah. one. I did both. Over by Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And the one on that's the, out by Ghirardelli. And the one by Ghirardelli, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one by Ghirardelli is much better. The one by the Ghirardelli has all the collector stuff. They have the lightsabers and whatnot. <clears throat> that's why it's off to the beat. That's why it's off the beaten path. The the store in uh, where you they let you out of uh, Star Tours is the one where the guy was trying to get me to buy all the lightsabers and stuff. When I went, he was like, they "Have lightsabers this in that one. one too?" They have um, like character lightsabers in there. So Are he had me holding Obi Wan's the dark yeah. saber, Dooku's. Uh-huh. I almost bought the dark saber, but couldn't justify no, I it. I don't think those are all that great. Like after how Disney's after lightsabers mine. are not. Yeah, NeoPixel makes better dark sabers or uh, lightsabers. I want to so. get one from Dark Wolf Sabers. Everyone's been telling me to get those, and I went to their website, and they actually look really good. Dark Wolf Sabers. Yeah, Dark see. Wolf Sabers. They got some really good ones. Are these the guys that make like the crossover ones? Mm, not sure. I know there's some Etsy crossover ones that are really good. Like I, I think I said it to you. The Aragorn lightsaber. Yes, I have like, seen that with one. the Dunedain inlay on, on website, it. But yeah. Oh, that's like a nerd horny situation. I thought about now. getting that for your birthday, but then I saw the price tag and I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I appreciate that. But yeah. oh, wow, they got legend stuff on here. They have Arkin yeah. and Thixons. <gasps> oh, right. I'm telling you, Dark Wolf Sabers is good. Oh, they got some, uh, yeah, they, and they look really good too. Oh, no, Tim. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're reasonably priced. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a sale. The end of May celebration. Oh, yeah, it's the end of May celebration. Yeah. Good time to get a get his lightsaber, Kevin. They have a lot of stuff from Swotor. Yeah. What is this one? The wolf lightsaber pre oh, that's a case. Have fun editing this one, Nick. Oh, Nick. Yeah, just take pictures of this and throw it up, Nick, on the uh We are not sponsored by them at all, but man, these could are be. cool. Yeah, we could be. I, I think I got to buy one of these. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh. what's really cool, Kevin, is when you start going down the rabbit hole of loading in your own lightsaber effects and sound files. That's the TikTok that I'm on, and it's a really nice place to be. Is that these pixel connectors and whatnot? Is that to change color? Yeah, a lot of them, like if you, you depending on how you upgrade it, yeah. They even have different parts you can put into it, like different connectors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they have robes, Tim. You can we could get Sith and Jedi robes. <laughs> and wear those to Disney next time. 
Yeah, there's, all right, there's I gotta a, stop. The Dark Mando, that's the uh, the Dark Saber one. It looks really it good. It looks just like that. my Dark Saber. I saw that. There's so many Edgelord ones on here that you would buy. Oh yeah. Oh, there's so many, Kevin. These are awesome. Oh god, I got all right. I gotta click out of this. We gotta go back to our video game conversation. So anyway, Kotor Embracer Group. We got went off on a tangent there. Um, so given that this update is on the table now, how does it make you feel? Because I'm still not confident in the product. Like, well, did you okay? Studios. So did you hear that they had confirmed that they the storyline isn't changing? The storyline isn't changing. Some they're of the adding characters the are going to change, right? Yeah, they're adding to the. They're well, they're going to add more missions to the game. Is is what we were told, because honestly, if you're going to change the the way the game plays, keep the mm -hmm. storyline the same, it'll be a shorter experience simply because of. I'm assuming they're going to update the combat the way Final Fantasy did. I would assume so. My my assumption with all of this is that it's going like the the reason why it's taking so long is because they're trying to get the story right. I would assume like they they have to make sure that it, it all works, and there's a lot also, that, there's a lot resting on this game being the first actual real canon implementation of the old republic just about to say that i don't think it's going to be canon now that they said they're not oh, changing the story you don't think so nope. oh kevin no you think this is gonna be like a legend story yep i don't oh, if they're not changing shit. the story and they're just adding to it i don't think it's going to be canon i think that's um, a terrible idea Really you could easily idea. make it canon because it's so far in the past but then you have to set precedents for all sorts of things that would come in the future so we'd really have to kind of, you know, dive into it. But I I would assume, and the, part of the rumors that I saw <clears throat> back this up was that the original deal with Aspire, is that it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was Remake Coder 1, Remake Coder 2, finally released the DLC for the original Coder 2, Mm -hmm. And then have that be part of the Coder 2 remake. And then they were going to be allowed to make Coder 3. That was the original deal that Aspire had. So I oh. don't know if those terms pass to this company. Yeah. But that was the that was what was on the table. Now we already know that the Aspire Coder 2, which is like 97% of the reason that I bought it and played it, was that they mm -hmm. were going to release the DLC that was unreleased many years ago you had to like buy like mods and stuff for or like download mods and stuff for right yep that's canceled hmm well that was aspire though that wasn't see like I, man this is gonna start getting confusing as to like what's like they're really gonna have to like do a good job of saying like canon we were talking about it yesterday too we were talking about um eclipse and the one thing that like i'm struggling with eclipse is how is that gonna be like an actual canon high republic story if you if there's gonna if it's gonna be done by quantic dreams if if it's just like detroit's become human there's like 45 different endings to that game so like how is how is that going to be considered a canon story there's always a canon version of the story the same way they did oh, with Coder do you one, think Coder it's just going to be like you just you play all the way through and then you could play a different like a new game plus instance, where all your decisions matter yeah for instance revan was a dude right you know that we understand and yeah. he balanced between light and dark on his journey but a lot of the stuff you see in swotor when they talk about revan even though revan is in swotor before you meet him a lot of it is like you know we don't know much about him comments like that you know there's rumors that he was light dark things like that to throw you off the path for coder two and she is also in swotor 
the wound in the force, the character you play is yeah. female. Her name is Mitra Surik. You know, that's the canon version of the story. So there's yeah. always a canon version of the story. They just let you have fun with the story. Mm. Now, in a quantum dream scenario, you're fixed to a character. There's not really customization on the... Right. You know, character side, all of your customization is where do you take the story? Well, it depends on which it will depends on which game you're playing because there's some games where there's multiple characters and like one could die. I'm surprised you didn't uh, give Star Trek Insurgents a try. You're a Trekkie. Star Trek. Wait, is that a decision based game? That is, yeah, that's made by the reformed um, Telltale. What? I got a I got a press code for it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear about this. You might want to play this today before Diablo comes out. Here, I'll Wait, what is this right called? Now. Star Trek Insurgents. You mean Resurgence? Resurgence. That's the one. This looks. <clears throat> this just came out. Like I just got a code for it last week, and I just started playing it. Looks old. And I know tell. nothing about. Well, it's Telltale. You know mm. how that goes. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like, I mean, I like Star Trek. I'm not a Trekkie though. Oh, yeah. I got old Spock in there. That does look pretty sick, though. Fuck. All right. Kevin, Star, st we're not on Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars. We're allowed to talk about other star things, Tim. It's okay. Star Wars. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I don't know where the, the Coder situation is going to lead. I Honestly, Tim, I hope it's the revamped version we've been talking about. I hope it comes out at this point with no release date. I just want Final Fantasy VII, but for Kotor. You, That's all I want. Do you see it coming out before Celebration Tokyo? Oh, I. If they've been working on it for three years, it should come out by like next year. That would be my assumption. But it would again, blow changes. my mind if they'd wait until twenty twenty five to get that out. Two more years? I don't know. That's a lot. But I mean, who knows? You, I mean, like we don't really know where it is in the development cycle. Do you think announcing it? For the 20th anniversary is the play when is we're that? not announcing it but uh next uh, july this july yep that would be quite the wow that I mean like that would make quite the splash which i thought it came out in december but i guess i was wrong that would i mean like, that would be really interesting how disappointed do you think people will be if they don't revamp the combat system so if you do it the way Final Fantasy does it, where you can dial it back to the old combat system if you want. That's what I'm saying, though, is what if they don't have a new combat system? I'd be annoyed. I would be very, I wouldn't play it. Because I would want to play that as an, I've played it 200 times in that way. I would like to play it in a more action, modern setting. You know, that combat system back then worked, and it worked very well. Oh, yeah, and you had to control the pacing of the fights and stuff like that. Right, but even playing KOTOR 2 on Switch, it's like, it's a little painful given the technology we have now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you I would rather... expect a game to play a certain way. And when you're sitting there in combat, waiting for roles <laughs> to happen and... Yeah, and, and, and queuing your next four moves mm -hmm. and then pausing again and doing the same thing, it takes something away. Uh, given where we are now, it takes something away from the combat. Back then, it was very exhilarating and exciting because it was new, it was different. You know, and you were That's also you in do. this immersive universe where you could make your own decisions, and it was the first time we ever got to do that in a, in a Star Wars scenario. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see.
And don't forget, too, there's a rumor floating around. I don't know if you remember, you know, Zenimax, who makes ESO, was working on a new MMO. No, I didn't know and that. There was a rumor last year that it was going to be a Mandalorian-themed MMO. Oh. Where, like, I, uh, my assumption based on that would be, like, everyone's a Mandalorian PvE, PvP situation, which would make sense for PvP of Mandalorians fighting each other. But PvE, you know, you just get different classes. And the armor customization in that would be sick. That would be really cool. But do you think the Mandalorians have enough, like, enough weight to carry in a, ga- a game? They could. But you really have to get into it. And you that's have the whole to, thing like, is like, you really have to dive deep into the Mandalorians because like, it's not like, like, yeah, they're popular, but it's still very niche within the, the overarching Star Wars story. I was going to say it's a niche within a pop culture fandom. So yeah, I don't know so how well that would like, play on the agree, grand stage. I mean, like, it's really easy with lightsabers. Everybody can associate with lightsabers. At some point in your life, you have, you have interacted with a lightsaber, whether you've seen it, you've held one, like you've heard it, like everyone knows what it is. But when it comes to like a Mandalorian, not all like your just pure casual Star Wars fans, unless they've watched Mando, would really get it. I don't think they'd really be like in it. And even the people who like Mando, I don't think they like the I don't think they like the Mandalorian culture as much as they just love the Mandalorian action, if you will. I love the Mandalorian culture. Yeah, it's so so cool. It's so neat. It's just like Vikings. They're just they're Star Wars Vikings. They're really Spartans cool people. Too. Mm-hmm. Got all the warlike stuff. Did you see um, Warhammer is getting an M- a new MMO too? Uh, no, I didn't. I you saw that. I I did see a trailer or the uh, some gameplay of Space Marines two, which looks really sick. That did look fun. Uh, yeah. No, we don't know what era of Warhammer it takes place in. There's three, so it could be Warhammer Classic, which is like wow. Yeah. Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which is like where everyone's a god, and then um, 40k, 40K, which is the one you've been messing with uh, Lupo on. Mm-hmm. I want to try, okay, keeping on topic here, I want to okay. try Star Wars Legions before I jump into 40K. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, we could try it on Tabletop Simulator and see, like, if it's fun. Does VTT have Legions? I don't know. I would assume it does. It has, like, everything else under the sun. All right, listen, this is a, this is a job for the listeners. If Tim okay. and I wanted to give legions a try what is the most economical way for us to do it in case we don't like it and we didn't invest like all this money into it tabletop simulator there's it's got to be in there as long as it's in there i'm fine with doing a virtual tabletop or tabletop simulator i'm fine with. i'm that. not doing 40k and that physically that's gonna be that's gonna be stupid if you start 40k physically you're gonna that you're the garage no, i love the, i love the video you sent me where it's like it's still a miniature it's still like and it's like this massive like just robot it's like at what point is it no longer a miniature <laughs> that's what ben was telling us when we were at chipotle it was uh-huh. like this huge that's his his one his brother's army remember he said they don't have a ton but they have the giant mechs yeah, the I forget mechs, army yeah. It was. yeah so that that's those but yeah it's like it's a miniature but it's literally like <laughs> A foot high. <laughs> I just want to paint them. They just look like really. I, I want to. I've always wanted to learn how to do like detailed painting. Well, that's what I was talking to Paul and Ben about when we were at the, in Full Sail the studio. Is <clears throat> I would just do Legions and Lord of the Rings and like not even do Warhammer. I also like Warhammer Classic over 40k. Yeah, you like high fantasy stuff because I'm into high fantasy is why I like Warhammer Classic. And I played the old Warhammer Classic MMO back in the day when it was like rivaling. Yeah, so um, like 40K wow. for me is like more of my thing. I like StarCraft. I like 40K too though. 40K is like bloody gory and it's it's head and shoulders. 
I don't want to say cooler than Warhammer Classic, but it's like it's definitely got an edge to it that Classic can't achieve. Um, you know, I remember when you remember, I think it was two or three. I was still streaming, so this is probably three or four years ago. Holy shit, you remember Warhammer Chaos Bane? It was the mm, Diablo ARPG yes, that they put out. Yes. And I I was over the moon. I jumped into that. I was streaming, I was so excited. I got so bored an hour in because it was just mm. the same enemies over and over again. And I was I was crushed, Tim. Were you just crushed? Fighting, what, what were you fighting? The Beastmen and the Cultists of Nurgle. Like, that's all it was. Oh. Just waves and waves. And every so often you get a cool, like, boss of uh, from, from Nurgle's forces. But it was just like... It's meh. Yeah, it was, it was just boring. So, it's what it is. But don't worry, your ARPG fantasies can all come true tomorrow, chat. At, was it 6 p.m. Eastern? Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to try and play to like fire it up tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening. I'm tempted. You going to do a you going to do an evening stream? Oh, I'm not going to do an evening stream. I might just fire. Oh, I don't know. It's going to be the, it's like the beginning stuff is going to be the same content that was in the beta. So like I I feel like I might just fire it up and just like play through that stuff so that when I jump in on Friday morning, it's like all the new stuff. Or maybe I'll I wonder, wait so then people won't be like, I don't want to watch you because I don't want spoilers. So then I let all the people who care about spoilers, they play the night before. I used to do that too and like get, let people sure get a do. day or two head start. Yeah. So they just, could be ahead of me. I just let them do that. I, when it, my only worry there is because the map is going to be fully open at that point, those yeah. quests that you got in those areas you couldn't go to, mm -hmm. you're going to have issues. Oh, I see what you mean. Not doing those when you're leveling to 20 because they're part of the story and you can just go to them now. So you True. might end up before you hit 20 going to, you know, we'll just full areas. send it, you know, maybe we'll just. Do you think a, a Star Wars ARPG would work? I want to say yes, because I think that would be really fun. I feel like it like it, if they do it within the same like level of detail and like style of like how Diablo works, like I really I'm really, really impressed with Diablo 4 and the graphics engine and the level of detail that you get on a character that is so tiny on your screen. But then when you like do your character customization, and everything, it's like it's all right there and you really get to own wild. your character. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, if there was like a if there was like a an in-depth level of character customization, I could make the character play and feel exactly how I wanted. Um, I had unique story, like it was a unique storyline to the character that I was playing. So like if I picked a Jedi, I'd have the Jedi storyline. If I picked like a Mando or whatever, but then they all like synergize together in like this open world environment. Yeah, I think that would do really, really well. But it had to be done by the right, the right developer. Yeah, because there's very few ARPGs that are done like. But there's a lot of ARPGs that are out there. So like, yeah. So like, trust me, I've been trying them after playing the Diablo beta. Like <laughs> I, I mentioned, Chaos Bane. Uh -huh. I may or may not be playing it just to get my fix in every so often. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think it would work too in the right story, right setting. So yeah. it wouldn't be like pick a Jedi. It would be like this is the type of, this is the character, their you know, name or whatever. Yeah. So it'd almost be like hero style, but. If you have trees, maybe you could break off into like double lightsaber, single lightsaber, you know, double sided things like that. Maybe you're more healing, you know, kind of like taken from the MMO where, you know, you, you could play as a Sith assassin or a Jedi shadow. I no. Jedi consular or Sith sorcerer. Is it sorcerer? 
I think it is. I could be wrong. Anyway, the Consolar on one side is single lightsaber heal. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Sith Sorcerer, single lightsaber and heal. Yeah. Or you could do like dark DPS or, you know, light side DPS through the force. Mm-hmm. But then there's a class that has a double-sided lightsaber within that tree. And on the Jedi side, it's called the Jedi Shadow. So they get like cloak and stealth and all oh, that stuff. Sick. And on the Sith side, it's called the Sith Assassin. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like stuff like that could work. I mean, look at Diablo and you pick like a character, but there's so many different ways you could build out that character depending on what abilities you want. That that Swotor, so you have the um, the tank class that can also DPS. So yeah. you have either they have one lightsaber and they're super tanky and can take a ton of damage or they have dual lightsabers and they do a shit ton of like DPS. Yeah. You have the smuggler who can heal using meds and, you know, Bacta and all that stuff. And but then they also have like the gunslinger part of the smuggler where you get two pistols. Yeah. And then you have the trooper uh, again. And all of these classes mirror Rep- Republican Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the trooper that has either you get like this like Warhammer style mounted yeah, the cannon big LMG. that you hold. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have a rifle and the rifle is the like I believe it's a healing class in the mm-hmm. rifle. It's all like field med field med. That's like the theme of it. Um, so you could take from that and then put it into an ARPG scenario and then like, just go from planet to planet and dude, that'd be a lot of fun, Tim. I think it could be really fun. Just, you have any, let game, us, let us, you have any yeah, game dev friends we can pitch this? No, to? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that one guy from Disney games that follows me on Twitter. Hmm. We might want to chat with him, Tim. <laughs> dude, I think we've got a killer idea, Kevin. Could you imagine in like three weeks, Tim and I are like, hey, Tim's not going to stream anymore. Kevin is uh, is not going to do GCX stuff and the podcast is canceled until further notice. And then we just go dark. And then three years later, you get a Star Wars ARPG. Kevin, I, that sounds so stressful. <laughs> game, dev, hey. game dev just sounds so stressful. I'm, I'm all for pitching the ideas, but I don't want to do it. Well, but you do it from the creative standpoint. Hey, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Okay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Creative director, Tim. Creative director has the most fun job you can possibly have. It's just because you've been watching Mythic Quest on, on Apple TV. My God, I love that show so I much. It. I knew it. But it makes sense. What do you mean? Yeah, I can't wait to worry about the TTP of our video game. I could easily be. Although I feel like the GM of, of Mythic Quest, the guy, Rickety Cricket. Mm-hmm. I feel like him and the finance guy in one person. Ah, uh, yes. You kind of like switch roles. You are a man of many yeah. hats. There, I, and Paul, Paul's going to laugh because I said this to him once, too. He was telling me a story. Do you remember the line when the finance guy says to the to the the two QA tester girls that are dating each other. No. And he's like, um, I don't care. And it's sad that you think I would care. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul's like, what do you mean? And I showed him the clip and he started laughing because he was like, oh yeah, that is you. 
It's much longer than that. It's much better. Watch Mythic Quest if you haven't. If you have any tangential watch. interest in the gaming industry, watch Mythic Quest. It is phenomenal. Um, man, we really went off on the the ARPG. Wild tangent. Yeah, but I mean, I like I like that. That was a good uh, idea. I like it too. Thank you. Um, so the. Ubisoft showcase is June 12th. Yeah, and the Xbox showcase is the 11th, and so is the Starfield presser. So, like, man, there's going to be a lot on the 11th and the 12th. A lot of content. So, the 11th, potentially, we can find out what that ZeniMax MMO is, regardless of whether it's Star Wars or not. What? Are they presenting it something? Well, Bethesda is owned by Microsoft. Oh, right. But what does ZeniMax have to do with any of this? Bethesda is under, or Zenimax is under Bethesda. Oh, I didn't know that part. Okay, got it. Yeah, Zenimax Studios is part of Bethesda. Interesting. That's, so Microsoft yeah, that's owns the, them overall. Oh, yeah, because that's the studio funny. that makes hmm. Elder Scrolls Online. I didn't know that. There's it also makes so a rumor, much more sense. There's also a rumor floating around that Prime Amazon has the rights to Elder Scrolls now. I thought we already knew that. Is that a rumor? Or was that confirmed? I thought we knew that already. I feel like I saw that on I saw that on uh on Twitter. Could be very wrong though. I don't know. I thought I saw that. I didn't confirm to a rumor. I saw that a while ago. That would be a good show. Well, everyone's gonna be freaking playing 40k by the way once Henry gets his show off the ground. After oh yeah, dude, it's a good time to get into to Warhammer right now. <clears throat> I looked um, into his I looked into his faction that he that he plays. They look pretty cool. The best is when he's in like a, a group interview mm-hmm. and it comes up and then like someone else in the interview will be like, oh, I, I saw that. Too. I like, saw that TikTok. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. What do you play? What army? <laughs> what army you play? <laughs> but that's happened more than once. It's not like a one off occurrence. Yeah. That man, he has the life, dude. Yeah, he's just a bit. He's the Lord of the nerds. He's the king of the nerds. He's my king. Yeah, and look where the nerds are following him. They're like, yeah, we'll watch season three of Witcher, and then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are going to watch after season I three. I haven't wanted to watch it. I got halfway through season two, and I was just kind of like, uh. I loved season two. I, I thought it was better try to finish one. it. All right. I enjoyed season one, except for us trying to do a podcast about it. That was terrible. Tim, I'm still scrolling through Dark Wolf Sabres, and they have a, it's called Grand Interrogator. Oh man, they have a, the Star Killer lightsaber is probably the one that I will go with because it has the Kyber crystal oh, exposed. Yeah, um, I see it. I'm on that it page. Looks, it looks really good. <laughs> it looks There's really, one called really the good. Annie Slayer. Yeah. Yes. Their names are really clever. <laughs> uh, also, there's a video <laughs> of somebody that went into Doc Ondar's and they had their um they had their Anakin lightsaber and it comes on and it, it when he ignites it it goes master Anakin what will we do and every time he hits it it makes the sound of a kid getting hit with a lightsaber it goes, oh ah, my god ah. and so the video pans out and there's a there's a um a cast member that's standing right behind him and she looks horrified <laughs> one of my favorite star wars tiktoks Christ Almighty, they have Malgus's lightsaber, Tim. This episode is brought to you by Dark Wolf Sabers. Uh, head on over to darkwolfsabers.com and get your lightsaber today. When we were um, at Galaxy's Edge, the cast member noticed my tattoo. Yeah, it's kind of hard to not. And she goes, she goes, oh, she goes to Hunter. She's like, I see your dad has uh, uh, 
a, a relic, you know, from uh, one of the greatest smugglers to ever live. And he goes, what are you talking about? And she points to the wall and the blasters hanging on the wall. And he goes, wait. That's so sick. He's like, that's yours? I was like, yeah, it's Hans Blaster, dude. Come on. Come that's on. so cool. And then she did what you did to me. And she's like, do you know what the blaster's called? I was like, oh, I always forget. It's the You did it, uh, Kevin. Come on. We talked about it multiple times. I forgot again. DL44. Uh, it'll be the last thing I say before I die. I'll be like, DL44. Tell him I remember. <laughs> we, I, I had you repeat it. I forgot again. Oh my god! <laughs> how how can you put that on your body? How can you permanently put that on your body and not know? It's the line more than the blaster. <sighs> That's Elzar Man's lightsaber, by the way. Yeah, I saw that one. Really good. I'm I've created, I've created right a monster, Danielle. I'm so sorry. Oh, Christmas god, is canceled. Kevin's getting lightsabers. Is there just a buy all button? <laughs> it's One really of each. Piece. I mean, they're really, really well done. They're fun. I really think I'm going to get this Star Killer one. They're really, really good. Because the Kyber Crystal changes colors with the color of, that you pick for your lightsaber. Like, that's sick. That's <laughs> really cool. <laughs> Need. Um, back to the showcase. So the 11th is. is um. Could see something from Zenimax. Could be Star Wars. I, I doubt it is. I really doubt it is, but it's out there. The part that I am so worried about is putting any glimmer of hope into Ubisoft actually giving us the Star Wars game this year because last year I thought we were going to get a teaser and we didn't get anything. So, like, hopefully, but a lot of signs are like, there's a lot of internal chatter, it seems like, for like how close this game is to being done and how well it's looking and performing, and everyone's like really excited about it. So, Oh, the idea of a No Man's Sky Star Wars game, the idea of being able to go from space to ground and have like a, a full flushed out story, being able to pick my own adventures, like this is the perfect story. Kevin, this is our game. This is the game that every Star Wars nerd has wanted. The Star Wars, Star Citizen, KOTAR, No Man's Sky, like all these games, you're like, fuck, I wish that is just... Oh, I wish it was open world. I wish it was seamless. I wish it was all this stuff. This is it. But that's setting the bar really, really high. And what if they don't deliver? And they're going to be going up against Starfield. Like, so you essentially you have to make a Starfield Star Wars No Man's Sky game. How do you, how do, you do that and not mess it up? Are you worried about Starfield? Um, I am worried because it's a Bethesda game. But the other part of me thinks that because Daddy Xbox is making this their new launch game, like the, their new like title that like this is going to be like the premiere. Like if you own an Xbox, this is going to be it. It's no longer Halo because that was right. that was Halo for the longest time. It was like if you have an Xbox, you have Halo. This is this is our flagship game. Starfield is now taking that on. And so for Microsoft and Xbox to look at this game as their flagship game, it has to do well. It has to perform well to a certain degree, right? Like it needs to do decently. So um, on one hand, yes, because it's a, it's a Bethesda game. But on the other hand, I think Xbox will make sure that it's in a good state when it releases. Okay. 
But at the same time, then you have Phil Spencer, who's like, I don't know what happened with Redfall. You know, it's just like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm having a hard time really believing that any game is going to do well right now. No one, no one trusts developers or publishers to deliver a good game. Look at Gollum. Look at this Gollum game. What an atrocity. I said that was a terrible idea from the day they announced it. it. Should it sh- a Gollum game should have never existed, but it did. And like how and, and we were talking about this the other day, like the 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 list of apologies that we've been getting from developers, even even respawn, respawn is is definitely like held to held to the fire as well as another developer how, that released a, a a not finished product. How Gollum got released and even made it to the that far in the planning process versus the white council which was supposed to be the skyrim of lord of the rings like 10 years ago got canceled i will never understand what goes on at these in these meetings in these studios as to what people you don't think that people would have lost their goddamn minds over an open world middle what are people screaming for when it comes to open world games they want to be in ips that they know star wars westeros middle earth now Elder Scroll Tamriel is is at the top of that list for ES6. Like they've established themselves that that's the place that you want to be. But then you get games like Gollum that come out and you're just like this is what the IP is being used for. Cool. Yep. Then you get jokes like Star Wars Hunters where Tim and I are constantly like is it coming out? It says 2023 and as of tomorrow we're halfway there. So, it's like I I don't I don't I want to trust all of these, you know, publishers and devs because they have brought me some great memories and experiences. But the quality of games released today versus 20 years ago is staggering. And I think part of it is the live service aspect. It's ruined a lot when it comes to it, which is why, you know, people were comparing Diablo 3 and Diablo 4 ratings when they released yesterday. Uh, from the reviews and they were like oh it's scoring the same as diablo 3 and i'm like well the bad thing about diablo 3 was the auction house Mm -hmm. that was what ruined diablo 3 at launch the game was still awesome but it also wasn't an and and live service game where you know tim and i could bump into each other in sanctuary yeah now that potential is on the table Mm -hmm. um or i can you know obviously we could play together in the old one but it was i think it was peer-to-peer uh back back uh diablo 3 so um i think live service has really just been a kick in the ass for the gaming industry yeah um and and it's it's hurt i don't like people get so upset about cosmetic monetization i don't care i don't care if you don't like it don't buy it if you want to buy it buy it exactly you know that's the end of it i just the bought, problem is, you know, is when it's pay to win that's right i railed cosmetic totally fine I railed for years against Fortnite. I play it now. I bought my son the Spider-Man package yesterday. Oh, did you? He really wanted it. Yeah. But like, I don't care anymore. Like, it's cosmetic. Yeah. Like, you don't want to spend the money. Don't spend the money. You do? Mm-hmm. Great. Like, a bad example of that, though, is Avengers. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, that was, I, spent that was a, I spent a lot of money on Avengers cosmetics because I wanted, you know, me and my son to enjoy it. And then they're like, game's going out, uh, under. Here's all the skins for free. And I'm like, so the idea of, of just proper monetization, live service has really ruined where gaming is, is headed. So Agreed. I hope it gets fixed. And I have seen small movement towards, you know, more or, or, 
or better practices. That's the best way I'll put it when it comes to how they monetize and how they release games. But games are still getting released buggy and Jedi Survivor was. My fight with what was his name? Raylan, Raylix, whatever his name was. The uh, bounty hunter, the Gendai. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I can't remember. Completely name, yeah. ruined because of bugs. Yeah, that one, that, one was, that one was really wonky. Did you play it on console or did you play it Revis, on PC? Thank you. Uh, PS5. PS5. Yeah, it's funny that you played on PS5 and I played it on PC and we had a very similar buggy experience in that in that fight. Yeah. My my cutscene was he was his model was turned around and he was talking to the wall and then he quickly like fast forward walked past the camera and so like it was like the audio was playing but visually like it was just it went to shit. Audio was playing and he was going like this in the part where you give him his warrior's death just up and down in the room. And then oh, after no. you stab him, he shot out of the window <laughs> and then came back and then his body was gone. Fantastic. I love that for you. So even though I had a blast playing that game and it was awesome and the lore was fun, like yeah. it was still broken. And I had frame rate issues the entire time I played the game, regardless yeah. of whether I put it on performance or quality. It did not matter. It was yeah. just dropping frames like crazy. That's wild. So. Can I look past it? Sure. Do I Almost want definitely. to? No. Especially when you're trying to get video games to an MSRP of 70 bucks. Like, sure. Yeah. My $50 video games 15 years ago were performing better than the ones you're putting out today. So that's that's my rant. Um, so 11th is Xbox, 12th is Ubisoft. Yes. I really hope we get something like a teaser at minimum. <clears throat> How long has the game been in development? Like three years now? For Kotor? Yeah, three. No, not Kotor. The. Ubisoft. Oh, the Ubisoft game? I have no idea. I have no idea how long that's been in uh, that massive has been working on that. I, I know, I know, when some, I know when it. some of the guys that I that I know who left EA to go work at Ubisoft Massive that was about three years ago, two years ago, two and a half years ago. But I I would have assumed that that project was probably like in early development before they left. Well, we will see June eleventh and twelfth. So that episode then. Uh, if they announce it of June oh, yeah. what 14th, day is that? that's a Sunday and a Monday. Xbox oh, that's Sunday, Ubisoft oh, Monday. That's perfect timing, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, man. And then we can talk about it on the 14th. Yeah. Come on. We know you're listening. Drop the info. Do it. Do it. All right. Before we go, I'm going to uh, read this article. It comes from disdining.com. Uh, and there's a few others. And we've seen this before in the past. Um, we're waiting for an update on this one, but Lucas did start to take action, so that made me happy. Dying Child's doctor races to reach Lucasfilm for Last Witch. Late on the night of May 20th, dermatologist Roxana Denishu, I'm butchering that, I'm so sorry, uh, took to Twitter to fight for a Dying Child's Last Wish. According to original tweet, Denishu asked Twitter to work its magic in connecting her pediatric oncologist friend with Disney. Apparently, a pediatric patient has been fighting cancer for years and is at the end of their battle. The child's last wish is to see Disney Plus a Star Wars series Ahsoka, which has yet to premiere on the streaming platform. No Danishu tagged actor Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, the original Star Wars franchise, and Rosario Dawson, the star of the upcoming Ahsoka series. I'm shocked. Mark didn't do anything. Usually, Mark in these situations is like running with it. So maybe he hasn't noticed. So, or uh -huh. we'll I'm, sure his I'm sure his Twitter is also like a dumpster a fire. place to be, dude. 
If there is an update on this, by the way, let me know. I just read this article this morning. Twitter was That's quick really to reply sweet. to get the hive mind thinking. Many immediately suggested the oncologist reach out to make make a wish, which is known for granting children with critical illnesses their wishes and has an extensive history of making Disney related dreams come true. Tim and I just met with a company that does yeah. that pretty exclusively. Um, uh, Danish, you mentioned that the child has been fighting cancer for the past 10 years and was lucky enough to already have a make a wish granted by make a wish foundation. So with make a wish, if you don't know, you get one wish, mm. but she noted, however, that sometimes make a wish will grant another wish in situations like this where the end of life is evident as they should, in my opinion. Um, Danish, you shared that the uh, attending oncologist is trying to get the pediatric patient at advanced screening, which Lucas has done before. Yeah. Yes, for people have. that are terminal, they have shown them the movies, TV mm -hmm. shows, um, which still actually they mentioned in the article. The social media outpouring was wholesome. People immediately reached out to their Disney and Lucasfilm contacts and others offered suggestions and ideas for a GoFundMe page that might help. One user on the thread even offered hope that Danishu's search efforts would be fruitful. Apparently, having gone through a similar situation, one doctor shared that they were able to reach out to Disney and get a DVD copy of Toy Story 4 before it was released in theaters. A Disney rep physically drove to the hospital to hand deliver the DVD, Holy which shit. is very sweet. Um, luckily, a lead animator at Lucasfilm, Sean Kelly, saw the thread and reached out. Danishu updated everyone two days after original post that Kelly had helped connect her with someone higher up at Lucasfilm. They were hoping for the best. Uh, Roxana Dennis's Twitter has yet to offer a resolution if the child was able to get an advanced screening or not. We hope for another update soon, or at least the child's wish may have already been granted. Let me click on her Twitter and see if you have an That's date. really cool. That like uh, like the community got together to try to like make this happen. I will say, yeah, the Star Wars community, I've seen it happen a lot where they 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 will get someone in touch with Lucas. Um to make sure that you know they can see the project before they die which i think is such a small ask in my opinion oh yeah you know to get that to someone before they they leave this this world so for sure i'm sure if lucas knows now that they will still make it happen i would, I would hope so be nice to think that they they would uh so as of may 22nd that was the last update it was May 22nd. So we still don't know, but she hasn't said anything negative. So mm. fingers crossed. All right. Well, if you have updates, let us know on that. But <clears throat> Tim and I are going to get out of here. We're going to go. Uh, Tim's going to, are you playing Warzone again? I don't know what we're playing today. We might do more Call of Duty. Also got four, uh, 40K bolt gun ready to go. That looks nutty. Ben was playing that yesterday. It looks fun. So we have. Um, really cool. We have 40K, and then uh, you should play uh, Star Trek. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm good. I thought Actually, you liked Kim, the Telltale I, games. I, I do like Telltale games, but it's just like, I don't think Star Trek would keep me as interested because I just don't like, I, I like Star Trek, but I like, do I love it enough to stream it? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to go in his chat today and ask his chat. If all they you want do one. is you just rile them up. That's all you do. You get them just to just act a fool in my chat. Makes things more exciting. It's something. Hey, viewership went up when I was there yesterday. I just like to put that on the table. Oh, geez. Well, if you want to follow all the cool things that Kevin does on the internet, <laughs> you can head on over to raredrop.co. He's Kevin X Vision on Twitter. He's KMagic101. Are you still KMagic101 on Instagram? Yeah, I'm not. He's KMagic101 on Instagram. So check him out, raredrop.co. Uh, I'm Darkness429 everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. You can find me there.
most Star Wars Scotch. Yeah, I mean, like Facebook. I mean, like you could you could find me in lots of places. But if they want to participate in, if you want to be part of the live the live segment of my content, you can find me over at fb.gg forward slash And that's where I am making trouble. So, yep. Yeah, cool. Head on over to GCX, get your tickets, after party, do it, King's Coast Coffee. There we go. That's it. Have a great day, and Tim? May the force be with you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.